Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Chapter 7 Repetition. I wasn't sure what the hell I was doing here. Was I trying to push myself back into the zombie stupor? Had I turned masochistic, developing a taste for torture? I should have gone straight down to La Push. I felt much, much healthier around Jacob. This was not a healthy thing to do. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered Twilight in Quarantine. None of those questions get answered. Do you want to read them to me one at a time? Was I trying to push myself back into the zombie stupor? No. Had I turned masochistic, developing a taste for torture? Yes. That was it. Oh, those are the only questions? Okay, great. (laughs) I get 100% on that quiz. Two out of two. Woo! I am an A student. Okay, now I'm going to do an A job on the 30-second recap. Yeah, Do a terrific job. I was going to say I'm going to do my best, but then I was like, why doubt myself? (laughs) I am going to do a great job. Okay, well, let's hear it. Three, two, one, go. So Jacob and Bella are really close to each other. Bella goes to the Collins house and it's like not as depressing for her as she thought it would be. And so she goes back to Jacob and um, Mike asks her out again. And Jacob is like, "Let we should do homework together sometimes because I am insecure about the fact that you don't really like to hang out with me and you're just using me. And Bella's like, great, let's do homework. And then Jacob's like, the bikes are ready. And then they see people cliff diving. And then Jake's like, the Samuel wants me to be part of his gang and I don't want to be. A plus. Thank you. Good for you. I envisioned doing a terrific job, and then I did a terrific job. Okay, I'm going to set the bar low and envision doing a mediocre job. Okay, I believe in you. On your mark, get set, go. So she drives down the Cullen's really long driveway, and then it turns out that they're not in the house anymore because they moved. And then she goes to see Jacob, and Jacob's like, I think you don't really like me, and I'm upset about that. And she's like, no, I really do like you. You're really hot physically and temperature-wise. Mike asks her out, and then it turns into a friend date. And then Jacob also calls something a date, which isn't a date. And then that was it. Super not it. I don't know. What happened right at the end there? What happens right at the end is Jacob is like, Sam Yuli treats me like I'm special. 
and people hate him one day and then they go away for a week and they come back and they're a part of his gang and they're not even good at being a gang. They're super responsible, except they cliff dive from too high up. I think I subliminally suppressed that plot point because it's just a monologue for pages. It's like, I understand I needed to know this information. I wish it wasn't pages of monologue. Yeah, to be honest, I don't love this chapter. She's not being interestingly reckless, nor is she being compellingly competent and good at school. She's like halfway rejecting Mike, but not really. She's halfway rejecting Jacob, but not really. Like she's not doing anything. She's like half doing things and it's boring. Yeah, it was absolutely boring. Today's chapter was so boring that we have renamed our breaking news session from breaking news to awkward dinner chit chat. And so instead of our normal do 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 sound effect, it's the Jeopardy theme song that's playing because during awkward dinners, Jeopardy is usually playing in the background. So Julia, awkward dinner conversation. Do 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 do. Well, this one was actually a little bit of like a spicy tidbit. This is like at your awkward dinner when you have a bite of food that's actually good. And you're like, whoo, bring some life to this combo. Bella has never heard of cliff diving before. Yeah. I mean, cliff diving isn't a thing in Arizona, I would guess, because Mm -hmm. you would like jump off of a cliff into like desert. So maybe this is her geographical limitations. Yeah, but, like, I've never had the opportunity to, like, cliff dive or go to space, but I still know that space is out there and sometimes people try to go there. People go to space? I mean, allegedly at least one monkey did. (laughs) Thank God they didn't send a dog. That would be upsetting. They did send a dog and it absolutely died. No! (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. A little Russian dog, like Toto or something. So upsetting. I'm so sad to learn that space travel exists for the very first time. What is your awkward dinner conversation? Do you want to just role play an awkward dinner with me? Like you're my mom and I'm a sullen teenager? Sure. So like Charlie and Bella. (laughs) Exactly. Go. Bella, how was your day? I went to the Cullen's house and I didn't hear Edward's voice. What made you think you would hear Edward's voice? I heard it last Friday. That's not good enough reasoning. Which is something I actually thought in that chapter because she knows it's adrenaline related. Why does she suddenly think it's deja vu related? Because she's a woman in STEM. She has a theory that it is adrenaline related. But the adrenaline situation was simultaneously adrenaline and deja vu. So she is unsure. So she is separating out the two variables in order to have a control. It's because she's running a good experiment. Okay. Breaking news, Bella engages in a scientific experiment. Did you have a moment of genuine enjoyment, Julia? Well, as I'm prone to do in chapters where I don't like anything, I made up something that I liked making up, which was, so Bella, this whole chapter, cleans and does chores. She has to apologize to Charlie because Charlie, the adult man, was forced to, like, manage his own dinner. And then she makes lasagna and then... At one point, she's cleaning the toilet and drops the toilet flush when she gets a phone call from Jake. And during that toilet bowl drop, I was like, this woman is doing so many chores. She's like Cinderella. And then I thought, Cinderbella. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, that was a moment of genuine enjoyment for me now. Thank you. Yeah, it really adds up. <laughs> um, well, you listed one of my moments of genuine enjoyment, which is that Bella gets to not cook for one night. And I just, I think that we all deserve a break. So mm-hmm. good for you, Bella. You got a break. And then my other moment of genuine enjoyment, which maybe this should be its own segment, which is like Vanessa's safety corner. But Bella is like, can we go cliff diving? And she's like ready to go right that minute. And Jacob's like, can we go when it's warmer out? And she's like, sure. And he's like, also, we're not going from the very top. We're going to go from like a more reasonable place. And I was like, "Ugh, I love it, Jacob. Little voice of reason. Yep. Taking something risky, making it safe. Vanessa, do you have a piece of advice? Yeah, my first piece of advice is for Mike Newton. I actually have advice for everyone in this really awkward interaction. So Mike has decided enough time has passed from his breakup with Jessica and that Bella has like reemerged alive and she's clearly over Edward. So he like tries to ask her out again. And then she's like, oh, is a date? Good on you, Bella, for calling it out and like being honest and calling something as you see it. And he's like, we could go as friends. And she's like, okay, great. Let's go as friends. Mike, have the courage of your convictions. You are not going to be happy with the just friendship. So say, yeah, I did mean it as a date. And then Bella can be like, I'm sorry. I like don't feel that way about you. And they can have an honest conversation. He can take some time to grieve and get over it. And then they can be friends. But this thing that was supposed to be a date cannot now be a friend date. Like, he needs to grieve the crush. And then the other thing is Bella says, I wish I could use Jessica as an excuse. Bella, you still can. You can say, I'm so sorry, but I can't date my friend's ex-boyfriend. That's like a rule. You don't date your friend's ex-boyfriends. So you can say, I'm so sorry, but like I'm in deep shit with Jessica already because I suck and I kind of want to be friends with her sometimes maybe. And so I can't date you. That would put me in the doghouse for literal ever. And so just like this whole conversation is a mess. Mike and Bella do better. That's my advice. I got chills about the teenage flirting. In the first book, we had to see Bella get asked out so much. And now that Edward is gone and it's like a free-for-all for Bella's heart again, it's really hard for me to read and not be like screaming. Yeah. Like, this doesn't need to be that hard, everyone. Just like ask out people. And if they say no, deal with it. Well, I kind of have the same advice, but for Jacob, who... At one point, Jacob gets upset because Sam wants him to join the werewolf cult and Jacob doesn't want to. And so Bella comforts him with a hug. And he really awkwardly says at the end, like, oh, I'm so glad I got upset. So you would like hug me. And it's so creepy and gross. And so Bella just kind of laughs it off. And she does that throughout this chapter whenever Jacob says super uncomfortable things about the giant crush he has on her. She's always laughing it off. And my advice to her is he doesn't understand at this point, since you've not said anything, that you don't want this behavior to continue, even though it makes you uncomfortable. So she needs to put a firm foot down and say, please stop bringing up your romantic feelings for me. I don't feel the same. I really want us to be friends. And I can't be friends with you if you keep bringing up your crush on me. And then that problem would be solved. But this in the middle thing, like you're talking about the date to friendship, the crush that's always being brought up, it's just very uncomfortable and I would love it to stop. And Bella has the power to stop it. Yeah, that's funny that that's how you saw that conversation because I saw that conversation as Jacob's pitch for the movie Inside Out by Pixar, which is that like sadness is important because it gets people to take care of you. 
but that's not how you read it. Okay, I have a friend who is a 20-year-old boy. God only knows how we became friends. He told me about a term called a simp. And it's a term for the dark corners of the internet when men pretend to be sad or pretend to be emotional to get women to like them. So it's like you post a photo with like your baby sister and you're like, I love my baby sister so much. Like it's so emotional to be her big brother. And that will like bring women towards you. And so I believe this is Jacob acting like a simp. Ugh, I would hate that. I would hate if Jacob was manipulating her. That's not how I read it. I read it as like him genuinely being sad and then being awkward about the fact that he got a hug out of it and like liked it and is like, oh, I was actually just sharing and now it's awkward because I'm just reminded of the fact that I'm attracted to you. But then don't say let's do it more often. I agree. But I guess maybe now I'm moving into what I think is going to happen in the next chapter. And I hope that Jacob doesn't start being a simp just to get hugs. I'd like to think that the crime here is awkward joke. The crime is not, ha way to manipulate Bella. Noted. <laughs> yeah, I see that. What's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is for Bella. Bella, when you come home and Charlie has ordered pizza, rather than saying, I'm so sorry I didn't make you dinner, just be like, cool, thanks for the pizza, dad. Like, this is a weird expectation that the two of you now have, that you are in charge of all of his meals. And in fact, I guess I also have advice for Charlie. Charlie, this would have been a great time to like boil some pasta and make some dinner. What are you going to do when Bella leaves in like six months? So everybody get a hold of yourself, take some personal responsibility. And women should not apologize for the times that they aren't like there to serve men on their time schedule. I know. It really makes you wonder what Charlie was doing beforehand. Like, do you think it was just Chef Boyardee every night? Like SpaghettiOs for years. I think it was pizza a lot of the nights. Okay, if they have the funds to get pizza takeout so often, Bella should just cook less in general and they should buy more takeout. I agree, dude. And she does all the grocery shopping. That's way too much work. And she does all the personal finance for the household. We heard that last chapter. I know. I'm worried that when Charlie finally leaves the nest, he's not going to thrive as an adult because Bella has overly indulged him when she raised him. (laughs) he's going to be like one of those college kids who send back their laundry home for the mom to do. Exactly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Do you have a second piece of advice for us today, Julia? I do. My advice is for Sam, who is assembling his little cult of werewolf army. 
And he scares all of the people who are going to eventually turn into werewolves and have to be a part of it. And so my advice is to rebrand and build a friendlier, more inviting facade so that when people join, they don't have to drop all their old friends and be afraid of one day having to join his little cult. It's not good marketing at all. It's such a good point. Yeah, I love the idea of them like rebranding with a logo with some millennial pink. Alice could help them with the redesign. They could have like paint by numbers nights. But clubs with hot cocoa. Yes, that's so cute. Bad weather. They could invite people who aren't part of the cult to their events. So you think that they should start a church youth group? Yeah, Sam would walk around it with an acoustic guitar (laughs) and Birkenstocks. I've never met a youth minister, so I don't really know what they're up to. But I'm pretty sure they're in Birkenstocks and walking around with acoustic guitars. And I can really imagine that for Sam. Yeah, they also like use a few choice swear words, but none of the like bad ones. I mean, Bella said hell in this chapter. So like she's ready to join. Oh, my God. She should be the youth minister. (laughs) Queen of the werewolves. Oh, my God. I want that promotion. I want to be queen of the werewolves. Well, that is excellent advice, Julia. As usual, you are just taking problems and hitting them out of the park. Thank you. Vampire baseball taught me how. Taught me everything I know. Yep. What did you put in Bella's care package? I would like to get Bella one of those books that teaches you how to draw in some nice drawing pencils and paper. Because I think that she needs to draw a picture of Edward so that she can have a picture of him to stare at because she is going so far recklessly out of her way to like have proof that he exists. And at one point there's a line in this chapter where she's like, I have to believe that he's still out there. And I'm like, it's weird that you don't believe that. Like, do you think he evaporated? Like she is starting to have some like really unclear thoughts. And so it sucks that he took the pictures of him with him when he left. So I wish that she could just draw him to be like, here, this is what he looked like. He existed. Talk to people about him. Be like, Charlie, you remember Edward, right? And Charlie will be like, yeah, done. I had a little bit of an idea for Bella and Charlie. I think they should move into the Cullens mansion because it's empty and the Cullens aren't going to do anything about it. So that's just a little tidbit for them, a little bit of advice. You have a mansion waiting for you if you just have the guts to take it. (laughs) Squatters rights. What would you like to put in Bella's care package? So I did a little bit of research about how to cliff dive safely because I couldn't think of anything else. Um, So to cliff dive safely, the first thing you need to do is you need to get goggles and you need to swim around where you're going to jump in to find any rocks. So I'm going to get her a pair of goggles. And then part two, a pass to the swimming pool where she'll go and she'll jump in and she'll practice her quote unquote feet first dives. Pencil straight. No stray limbs. Part three. You go to the top of the cliff, you get a little salad thing full of olive oil, no vinegar. You put the olive oil, just a few drops in your ears, because apparently when you jump off the cliff and hit the water, the olive oil in your ears helps prevent the pressure from damaging your eardrums. And then, you know, she swims to the top and she goes and does it again. So goggles, pool pass, olive oil. Amazing. A little bit of research will bring you a long way. Apparently. Wow. I need to start traveling with olive oil just in case I see a cliff I want to jump off of. 
Vanessa, what do you think is going to happen next chapter? So a lot of Jacob's sadness in this chapter is about the fact that Embry has now joined the gang of werewolves and like isn't really talking to Jacob anymore and Jacob is sad about it. And so I think what's going to happen in the next chapter is there's going to be a very sweet heart-to-heart between Embry, Quill, and Jacob, where they're going to talk about joining groups and their decisions whether or not to. And Embry is just going to be really honest and vulnerable. And be like, I'm a werewolf, and he's teaching me how not to murder people as a dog. And then Sam's going to come in with his guitar and his Birkenstocks and play them on a little number. And they're all going to say, kumbaya, and... Jacob is going to ask for extra marshmallows in his hot cocoa. So a youth group meeting next chapter. Mm-hmm. Great. I hope Bella's invited. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, an awkward dinner conversation from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I am fond of Jeopardy. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.